We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We are working on a guest that I am super excited to get on the program. Uh, You see him occasionally on Fox and... He is starting a new venture here in Columbus. His name is Vivek Ramaswani, and he's a venture capitalist, and he's the author of Woke Inc., which is a book about how corporations have moved demonstrably to the left. And this guy is a visionary. He is somebody who's connected, and he looks around at the Disney situation in Florida where there's a company that is dedicated to serving parents and doing things that appeal to whoever you are, no matter what your political persuasion, right? Like everybody likes to be happy. Everybody likes a good family-friendly movie. Everybody likes wholesome entertainment for their kids when they're little. Everybody likes to watch their children indulge the fantasies of princes and princesses and all that, right? Disney. How could you mess up Disney? Well, they've done it. They messed up Disney by making Disney political, thus alienating half their audience. And this is a common, common occurrence around the country, whether we're talking about major manufacturing companies with dominant market share, places like Coke, Pepsi, Johnson & Johnson, Heinz, Kraft, Nestle, Unilever, on and on and on. When you look at the big lobbying initiatives out there and how they're funded. They're funded by these corporations. I said the other day, I looked this up, Planned Parenthood. Most of its corporate funding comes from Unilever, PepsiCo, Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble. Those four companies, okay? Well, all the big companies also share something besides their enslavement to woke agendas. They share asset managers. So, Who takes care of the money at Coke? Who takes care of the money at Pepsi? Who takes care of the money at Kraft, Nabisco, all that? they got to have somebody manage their money. So it's all in the hands of three companies, BlackRock, Vanguard, and I forget the third one. But here's Vivek Ramswani, who is starting a new endeavor here in Columbus where he will raise the capital to buy big pieces of these corporations, and then, well, I'll let you listen to Vivek tell you about what his plan is for cutting in on the action of BlackRock and Vanguard. I decided it was time to actually translate this into action because one of the problems in this country is that the three largest asset managers in the world, that's BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, These three firms basically control nearly every public company in corporate America in an indirect way. 
you think of competitors like Exxon and, and Chevron or Disney and Paramount Pictures or even Coke and Pepsi, turns out the upstream owners of these firms, some of their top shareholders are the same people enforcing this ideology. Many of them were the top shareholders of Twitter before Elon Musk. And what we're doing is representing actually the voices of the actual shareholders, not the institutions who claim to be the shareholders, but their clients, the everyday citizens of this country, firefighters, nurses, doctors, small business owners who want to deliver a different message as shareholders right. to corporate America's boardrooms, focus on excellent products, not on politics. And so in a certain way, it's yeah. kind of like tying into the Elon Musk point, what Elon Musk is doing to Twitter we want to do that to every major company in corporate America across sectors. Now, I don't know if it's going to be successful, but I know that Vivek has been successful at everything he has done. He's a young guy, an energetic guy, and I'm in, I'm in communication with his people to get him on the show and let him tell you about it. But I love the idea that you don't just sit by and watch and throw up your hands and say, eh, what can I do? But you put your gifts to use to do what you're capable of doing. So he's got connections in the venture capital world. That's what he's doing. You may say, well, you know, I don't have that kind of coin. What can I do? This is what the whole Patriot Switch movement is about on a much, much more micro level. So if you go to Patriot Switch, click on my name, Bruce Hooley, you'll find out how you can buy the stuff you're already buying from a different manufacturer, a different store. You'll take market share away from these big companies. I'd love to hear from you. I'll reach out to you, Patriot Switch and the drop-down menu gives you the option of clicking on my name, and then you'll hear from me directly. But here's Vivek talking more about his strategy going forward and how he's going to pull this off and introduce some corporate accountability to companies that right now are only listening to BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. Focus on product excellence for your customer. And the Disney example is perfect because they alienated over 60% of their customer base, according to survey data. And if we are a shareholder of Disney, we deliver a different message than Disney's top three shareholders do today. Our message is to Bob Chappick, knock it off, focus on excellent products and services to your customers. Disney's top shareholders as of now, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, do not deliver that message. In many ways, they deliver the opposite message, telling these CEOs to wade into these hot-button political issues. That's the voice that's missing, and I think we need to restore that true diversity of ideas in our American capital yeah. markets if our economy is actually going to function. Now, there's an old two-word saying. Money talks, right? Money talks. If these companies felt like there would be a day of reckoning, for their investment in the liberal left, they would stop doing it. And the liberal left, it basically practices an old form of the mob extortion. You know, the old typical line from a movie, a couple of thugs walk into the corner uh, convenience store. Hey, nice store you got here. Too bad if something happened to it, right? If you don't pay them protection money, they'll torture your store. Well, they're not even hiding the fact that they're extort. Al Sharpton doesn't hide the fact that he extorts people through his organization. Jesse Jackson does the same thing. Who was the guy that used to be on a show a long time ago? Byron, Byron something. I can't remember his name. He basically extorted Ford Motor Company during the whole George Floyd thing. Look, you, you guys give to our organization or we're going to say that, you know, Ford's a terrible company for African-Americans and no black people should buy Ford. So it's, it's not even veiled extortion. It's absolute outright extortion. And then those companies give money to Planned Parenthood. They give money to all kinds of crazy 
operations we don't support. Human Rights Commission. Human Rights Commission. Sounds like, oh, who's against human rights, Bruce? Well, the Human Rights Commission was deeply invested in making gay marriage happen. Okay, so when gay marriage happened, did they go home? No. You know what? It's pretty lucrative here working for the Human Rights Commission with J&J and P&G giving us all these millions of dollars. What else can we go fight for? Oh, I know. Let's go fight for LGBTQ plus rights. And now, since that's pretty much been done, oh, let's go fight for uh, transgender kids having uh, same se- uh, having uh, gender altering hormones and top surgery. Let's uh, let's argue for that. That's a human right. Everything's a human right when you got cash to make off of it. So they're very well funded. I love the fact that Vivek Ramswani is trying to fight back. I'd love if you would fight back via Patriot Switch. Uh, if you think that the criticism of the protests at Supreme Court Justices Holmes is going to force the Biden administration to condemn it publicly, you've got another think coming. I've said she's done. Why is she still at the podium, Jen Psaki? So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position. So I, I know that there- twice. I wanted you to hear it twice. Because she says, yeah, I know there's outrage. But we want to encourage, encourage, and that is the president's position. Mob rule is the president's position on protesting outside Supreme Court justices' homes. Mob rule is the president's position on the southern border. Just let the mobs rule. They're teaming at the border. Just let them come across. Don't even try to stop them. So... Just so you know who your administration is and what they stand for. She made it clear. She said the quiet part out loud. And the secretary, uh, Janet Yellen of the Treasury, said something even more, even more uh, hateful yesterday. We'll play that for you next. So yesterday, the Biden administration was in full uh, obfuscate mode. That's a nice way of saying lying. And they're lying about inflation. Then today the number comes out. It's 8.3. All the woke media goes to bat, licks the boots of the president. Uh, It's cooling off on CNN. It's tempering on uh, MSNBC. No, it's not. The estimates were 8.1%. It's 8.3% April over April. And sure, it's lower than it was last month, 8.6, but they expected it to come down a half a point. It didn't. It didn't. And the core inflation rate is up even higher than they expected. So inflation is here to stay, and Biden has to lie about it being Putin or it being the supply chain or it being the pandemic or it being, I don't know, Pinocchio Joe just keeps lying every single month. We've got about five different causes for it. And the other big story that's going on is, of course, abortion. And 
the expected overthrow of Roe versus Wade, which would just take away a right the Constitution never endowed. And it would ask the states to then vote. You, as a citizen, would get to vote. And your elected representatives would then vote on your behalf in the various legislatures. And there would be abortions in California, Oregon, Washington, New York, Many other states on the coast and middle America would probably dial it back to no abortions after 15 weeks, no abortions after a heartbeat is detected. Maybe one or two would outlaw abortions entirely. I could see that happening in Utah. I could see that happening in Oklahoma. I'd love it if it would happen here in Ohio. But the Biden administration is so enslaved to the bloodthirsty, abortion-loving left that Janet Yellen made the point yesterday that... Abortion is crucial to the economy. You heard me. Abortion is crucial to the economy. Eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades Very damaging effects on the economy and would set women back decades. So what is she really saying there? Charles Payne, financial expert on Fox News, uh, made an impassioned point about what she's really saying right there. You know, they always bring up minorities and how this specifically harms minorities. And it's, it's so amazing to me to promote abortion to young black women and still say we need open borders because we need people to come in and fill jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. They're telling me that not to have a kid in the greatest, richest country in the world because you would be harmed financially, but we got to let people in from other countries to work those open jobs. It's so nonsensical. It is absolutely ridiculous. And I don't know why, why anyone keeps falling for it. This is the part that blows my mind. It's like it, they don't like you. They don't want you to be born. They don't want your children to be born. Putting everything that Janet Yellen said together, black women, black people, if you thought if we went for the last hundred years with her philosophy that young, poor people, mostly young black women, should not have children, there'd be hardly any black people in this country. But the good news, according to Janet Yellen, those folks who were born would be in a great economy. I mean, just think about what she's saying. She's presenting, though, a, a mathematical formula that suggests a utopian, an economic utopia, but that wouldn't have any black people in it. It's just, and it's just mind-boggling. That's essentially what the game plan is. Well, that was the game plan when Planned Parenthood was formed by Margaret Sanger. She was a eugenist. She wanted to get rid of black people and poor people from America's cities. She wanted to eliminate their birth. And Charles Payne is right. You know, if Having uh, more people, more people being born, which is what would happen if we did not have abortion, more people would be born. The black population of the United States of America would be twice what it is today if abortion had not been enacted into law in 1973, if it had been outlawed. Because the abortion rate in the United States of America is exceedingly disproportionate, 
blacks over whites compared to their share of the population. The black population of America would be twice as large as it is today. And yet, in the inner cities, black people overwhelmingly vote for Democrats, who clearly, though veiled, through their policies, want to enact laws and mores that would reduce the number of black Americans at the same time they are throwing open our southern border and welcoming anyone from any country anywhere. I mean, it really is an extension of the eugenist policies of Margaret Sanger. So, I hope that we can get that message out. I hope that it would resonate in the black community. I hope that Joe Biden and his administration lying about inflation will be seen for what it is, which is an attempt to continue fooling a large portion of the voting base that has put him in power as president and has believed in, yet never gotten any results from Democrats for decade after decade after decade. Here's Larry Kudlow on Fox talking about the inflation number that even though Joe Biden downplayed it, a lot of Democrats saw it on the horizon. I mean, president played the blame game yesterday. He won't own any of these problems and he's coming back with more spending. Look, you had prominent Democrat economists and Republican economists a year ago predict rising inflation because of huge social spending Uh, aggregate demand increasing, deficit finance, too much borrowing, and too much money printing. And then, you know, you had the war against fossil fuels at exactly the wrong time. And that war continues. Biden has no inclination to ramp up domestic energy production. And as long as gas prices are high, even if the inflation rate comes down because they sometimes exempt gas out of it, there's an inflation number that they bench that they take it out of, core inflation. They take out food and gas. Yeah, like nobody needs food, nobody needs gas. But it's going to be a hardship on everyone because gas high, high gas prices is a, a disproportionate tax on the least affluent among us. Now, here's a situation I hope I never find myself in, and maybe you've wondered, what would you do? A passenger with no flying experience yesterday was in a Cessna 208 when the pilot that he was with had an apparent medical emergency. Now, I've been in a tiny plane like this, and believe me, I wouldn't have wanted to land the plane, but this guy did. He calls air traffic control. Good for him. He could operate the radio. He says, I've got a serious situation here. My pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the airplane. The Fort Pierce, Florida air traffic control... Asked him where he was. He said, I don't know. I see the coast of Florida in front of me. Well, all's well that end well. As he was able to land the plane with the help of the instruction from air traffic control.